Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. A historic dairy facility in Paoli is getting a major makeover thanks to a group of local entrepreneurs. Nick Mink and his wife Danica Lane have purchased the 21,000 square foot former dairy factory in Paoli and sits on seven acres of land along the Sugar River. And it will soon be home to a very unique agricultural experience. Nick explains how they are returning the property to a dairy processing facility. Yeah, so we are sitting doing this interview in the 1888 cheese factory. So in the 1880s, about six local farmers got together, built a co-op, and built a local cheese factory. And over the next 100 years, this building was continually added on so that new products could be made, new processes could be perfected, new distribution techniques could take hold. And so we're sitting in this really remarkable piece of Wisconsin dairy heritage in that we went in this building from a frontier cheese factory to really a pretty large dairy factory in the mid-1950s. So the couple of pieces of information that I read was that this was one of the largest dairy factories in Wisconsin in the 1950s. They were incredibly diversified. This factory was doing Swiss cheese, it was doing butter, and then it was wholesaling fluid milk from about 300 farm families. And in 1980, kind of at the beginning of the dairy crisis and consolidation, this factory um, was actually sold to a, a, a group in Mount Horeb, and it kind of became repurposed over the next 50 years into retail and apartments, and uh, we bought it with the goal of, again, rebuilding a micro-dairy here, relocalizing that supply chain, and also doing a, kind of a dairy destination with a boutique hotel, a restaurant, and a dairy cafe. Nick, what is your background in agriculture? My background is actually in history and environmental studies. So I have a good amount of background in natural resource management, social dimensions of natural resource use. So how do you use natural resources to benefit the communities that these natural resources are from? But as we were talking, I have done a lot of agricultural history and have a lot of experience writing about and um, and teaching ag, ag studies and ag history at the university level. So how did you come to want to start a micro dairy. I had just gotten out of a company that distributed seafood um, called Sitka Salmon Shares, and that experience um, kind of ended for me during the pandemic. I guess I was part of the great resignation, and we have a young family. Um, we wanted my wife, Danica, and I, who are sitting here, wanted to do something closer to home, and I have this background in food and supply chain and frozen food and, um, you know, producer food networks, value added food production. And it seemed kind of exciting for me and for us to be able to put that background and experience to use building something close to home, which is this very unique micro dairy that we're calling Seven Acre Dairy Company. This property has a history of 
innovation to make it the largest dairy. And now you are innovating yourself to make it the smallest in yep. Wisconsin. So we don't know it's the smallest dairy, but like, yes, at one time at about 25,000 square feet, this was one of the largest dairy factories in Wisconsin. Uh, the DATCAP license facility that we're going to have here is going to be about 800 square feet. So, um, And that's interesting because I think it does reflect where dairy and dairy production really needs to go, right? Like, how do we create new connections between farmers and consumers that are going to add value to both parties, right? Whether that's, you know, um, being able to provide an incredibly high quality premium product for consumers while also being able to add value to some of, to the product of some of these smaller uh, dairy producers in here in Southern Dane County. Value added to its max. You guys will have a lot going on here. We'll have a lot going on here come construction completion. Tell me about all of the things that visitors will be able to experience. Yeah, so we want to, like, again, our idea is this is a dairy destination that reflects the heritage of this place. So there's going to be an eight-room boutique hotel. There's going to be event space where we can have everything from Christmas parties to weddings. There's going to be a sit-down formal restaurant or, like, and bar, a dairy cafe, and then our working micro-dairy, right? And everything here is really going to revolve I guess you would call it like what our brand will be is really focused on Wisconsin's dairy heritage and the heritage of this building. So we see this as a destination for families. We see this as a destination for foodies. Um, we see this as a destination for for nature lovers and even business people during the week. So we'd like we'd like this to be a place where a lot of different people can come enjoy food, enjoy the Wisconsin landscape, appreciate this irreplaceable building for what it was and what it is, um, but also like at the core, this being about Wisconsin's dairy industry. Tell me about how you are working with area dairy farmers in order to get supply. Yeah, what's been really fun about this, as I, as I mentioned, I did seafood for the last decade, but I did agriculture before that. And it's been fun getting to learn about Wisconsin's dairy industry. It's been fun hearing about the opportunities and the challenges that local dairy farmers are facing. And it's exciting that we're going to be able to work with a few farmers, smaller uh, herds, 40 to 60 cows, who um, are very geographically proximate to this building. In fact, many of their families actually delivered here. Their grandparents delivered here. Their great-grandparents delivered here. And to be able to take that milk and utilize it in a variety of different ways, it's going to add value both for the producer and the consumer, right? I think there's a lot of opportunity to create very transparent, high-quality supply chains, hyper-local supply chains that's will people will love, right? I mean, it would be really exciting to be able to eat an ice cream cone and to be able to see the farm where that milk came from or to be able to enjoy a meal and to be able to see the dairy farm where that came from. And that's and that will both have benefits to the dairy farming community that's around here, but also to the consumers that come here by giving them this unique opportunity to kind of see both sides of the supply chain and experience something that most people don't get to experience. Can you describe the milk contract situation for us and how you'll be you know, getting milk? 
Well, we haven't totally figured that out yet, but we're talking to local dairy farmers right now uh, about how we are planning to bring milk into the plant. One of the unique things that we're doing here is working with an already established dairy company, cheese cheese company here called Landmark Creamery. Um, Anna Thomas Bates and Anna Landmark are you know real innovators themselves, doing primarily sheep's milk cheeses, but now getting increasingly into grass. Uh, milk cheeses and butters and so um, we've established a partnership with them where they're going to be doing a lot of the receiving and the milk buying and we're going to be doing a lot of the kind of micro processing at our dairy specifically for indoor sales so one of the value adds as we see it at least for now is that if you want to enjoy this ice cream if you want to enjoy the butter or the milks or the cheeses people are going to have to come here to seven acre dairy company and be able to get them and so um, part of the process it was interesting in that we would have liked to be able to receive our own milk here but part of the process of rehabilitating this with the standards in mind for the national park service and the national register which this building will now be will be on soon here in the next couple months, um, made it kind of unfeasible to do our own milk receiving. So we have these amazing cheesemakers in town here in, in Paoli, and uh, we've uh, struck up a great partnership with them that's going to be mutually beneficial for uh, both them and us. When bringing a, a dairy processing facility online in this day and age, I mean, is workforce supply chain disruption are those things that uh, are on your radar are those obstacles well we like to think that one of the lessons of the pandemic was one of the many was that you know some of these really larger international supply chains are inherently less resilient than smaller localized supply chains like we love the fact that we're going to be getting milk from our neighbors and selling them products here. And that should offer us a really unique and stable marketplace that's going to benefit both consumers and producers. And and for us too, I mean, we have a lot of people who contacted us and are excited to work here, right? This is, we will be focused exclusively on artisanal production, right? So this isn't going to be your typical manufacturing center in the sense of everybody is taking their part of a particular widget and producing it. I mean, we will be taking dairy directly from a farm that morning and producing it start to finish into the particular product that day or the next day. So we feel good about opportunities for labor here. We're, we're very close to Madison and that, that labor supply. And we feel strongly that resilient supply chains in the future are going to be local and small and that's what we're trying to do here how many jobs do you anticipate bringing on yeah so seven acre dairy company uh, will have a couple of dozen full-time positions um overall in the uh, over the course of the year but then be pretty seasonal um where we'll probably have about 50 people working here in the summer and you know maybe a dozen people working here in the winter uh, so, but overall, a couple dozen full-time positions. And tell me, how is construction going, and when is the completion date? Construction is on its way. Uh, we are currently doing demo. Um, as you know, we just did a tour, and it's really exciting. Every day is something new, right? We're so we're uncovering a lot of 
amazing pieces of Wisconsin heritage, including two, we found two beer cans today, which were from 1948, which obviously beer and cheese has had a very long history together. And now we have like demonstrable proof from our factory. And so our, uh, our uh, demo is on its way and we're starting construction here in a couple weeks and we're hoping to be open uh, to the public sometime late fall, early winter. Here's something I forgot to ask you, though. If you could break it down in gallons of a, for us, how much do you project to be purchasing? And then how much do you expect to be selling to customers? How small we will be is something on the order of probably 600 gallons of milk a week. So that's like super small. Like that's like kind of um, not even the production of a single farm to start off with in the in the beginning, but hopefully being able to scale up relatively quickly after that. Again, it's ice cream, it's butter. Yeah, we have we have some exciting opportunities. The landmark, uh, Anna Landmark is really enthusiastic about doing old world style butter with grass fed milk, which is gonna be a very unique product. We're really focused on ultra premium soft serve with our milk. So um, we're gonna have a certain angle and Part of our product development here will really be leaning into the fact that we're going to be having ultra high quality local, uh, uh, in many cases, grass, uh, grass fed milk to produce very high end artisanal dairy products, including butter, soft serve, and maybe some other goodies here and there that you'll just have to wait and see about. Is there anything I'm not asking that I should be asking uh, when it comes to bringing a dairy processing facility online, anything that you think uh, potential customers or potential suppliers should know? We're really excited at the Seven Acre Dairy Company to be able to build a viable micro dairy for people and to show, I think, that agriculture and dairy production doesn't have to be super big to be successful. We know we have a lot of um, dairy farmers in the region that are really excited to be able to sell to us and to be able to produce milk for us. And we know that we have, you know, Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago within a really close, in a really close distance to us that is excited to know who produced their food, how their food is produced, and to be able to have kind of a higher quality, if not the highest quality uh, product that they can see where it came from right and i think that's been um, that's been the most exciting part about building this micro dairy here visiting with nick mink who is leading the renovation of the facility in paoli wisconsin you can follow along with seven acre dairy company on social media as they renovate the dairy plant and expect their opening date later this year for the midwest farm report i'm stephanie hoff